honestly, one of the worst things that you can ever be as a guy is a close friend or a best friend to a really, really fine babe that you actually would want to be with. Because usually they have this thing where they want to tell you everything because you're besties or you're a close friend and shit. Oh, you know, I don't like Eric anymore. He wasn't that nice to me. He mistreated me. That time you feel like telling her, yo, I can give you so much more. Like, I'd have shown you the world and everything. Like, I can give you my world. Hell, I can make you signatory on like everything if need be. But that time, the most that you can honestly tell her is, babe, you deserve better. And he clearly does not deserve you. But that time you cannot add, but I do. Because, oh, she sees you as a friend. And the moment at which you want to lose your shits and say, no, 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 this isn't good. All of a sudden, she's looking at you like, honestly. Because she sees you as a friend and nothing more. And clearly does not see why it is that you would choose to say or do such a thing. Because she didn't think that you had feelings for her. And now that you probably have feelings for her, it's like, oh my goodness. So are you only my friend because you are trying to get into my pants? And then now at that point, you have to be like, no, no, no. I cherish our friendship. Even though subconsciously you know very well that that's bullshit. And, you know, you're continuing to talk to her. You're trying to, you know, cool things off. But it's like... Well, you know, I only see you as a friend. And that time, because you do not want to lose this very fine babe, you're sitting over there like, yeah, I understand. And I'm also your friend and I value our friendship. I just really wish that we could be more than that. And that time she's like, I'm sorry, but I only see you as a friend or like a brother. And at that point, you have to accept that the friend zone is not just where you belong, but where the property for you to reside in has been purchased. Now, not unless if you leave that place, you will not move on as a fellow human being. And I know that this affects women really. And, you know, I honestly feel as though, you know, you don't get that much recognition for being in the friend zone. But what I'm even more surprised about is how most of y'all haven't come out complaining that the patriarchy has made men occupy that much space and there needs to be more equal space for women. Because honestly, at that point, I'd argue that that's a more equal world. While the friend zone is 50-50 split, there's just as many women in the friend zone as the guys. But as at now, from the recent research that I've been doing, there's way more guys in the friend zone than the babes. But anyways, much as I'd like to complain about this time and time again, it is mostly because I am also trying to offload some of the real estate that I have in the friend zone and kind of move on to something a little bit better. But as of now, we have a podcast to do and it has been such a long time before we did Tweet Street, so we might as well start this whole thing. So in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is trying to offload real estate in the friend zone, wherever the hell that is. He is a man who believes DJ Khaled is still fat because he doesn't like to lose. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual... I like to sing a certain song to remind you guys of how you can bring the tweets forth to me and I can handle them. But considering that this is the first episode of season 5 of Tweet Street, I will repeat it again. 
because I believe that there could be some of you all that haven't listened to it and there could just be a couple of you that just like hearing me say it because well it's a very simple drill but it's something that we can all sing along to plus it sounds a hell of a lot better than the baby shark song so I might as well just tell it to you again so as usual if you see that tweet you like that tweet you want us to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle and I will take those tweets and attend to them accordingly. On Facebook and Instagram, you can slide into the DMs of at Breaktime on West Side on Facebook and on Instagram where you can drop the tweets, the screenshots that you've been getting from Twitter that just so happen to have landed on Facebook or Instagram and I will attend to them accordingly. Now, first of all, it's been a minute. Yes, I know I did Battle of the Sexes a couple of days ago, but it's been a minute and I have genuinely missed doing Tweet Street. Now, unlike Battle of the Sexes, where I decided to catch a lot of us and myself and the podcast up on a bunch of things that happened while we were on break, on this episode of Tweet Street, I wanted to make sure that I am updating you with what it is that is supposed to come in this season, as well as Battle of the Sexes, because, you know, this is this is all break time on West Side, and I figured I should give you a couple of upcoming situations that should be happening. So as you very well know, Tweet Street episode 50 will be coming in quite soon, the week after next week if I'm not wrong and if, you know, all goes well. So if there's any interesting tweets that you'd want me to discuss on that particular time, please feel free to drop them in the DMs of D on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook. It is at Breaktime on Westside and I will attend to them accordingly, kind of the same way I do with every other Tweet Street episode. But on that particular episode, I want to make sure I handle tweets that are only from the fans. And that is particularly because you guys are part of the reason why Tweet Street still happens. And I feel like you guys deserve a day or at least an episode that is entirely of your own making. That being said, uh, we are nearing our two-year anniversary as Break Time on West Side, so I want to see how we get to celebrate that as well. So please feel free to, you know, drop any ideas, suggestions and so on. And I'll see if I can make that happen. And on top of that, besides just celebrating two years of doing break time on west side as a podcast we will at some point also be celebrating 200 episodes of break time on west side podcast so make sure you stay tuned for that and see whatever interesting insights i might have for you guys that i have picked up over the past 100 and 200 episodes which might be pretty interesting to listen to so yeah i guess we have a pretty eventful 12 weeks that are ahead of us but anyways Now that that's been said, we should move it on to the tweets because I have a bunch of tweets that we should probably be discussing and I want to start it off on a slightly lighter note. So I'm going to start with the first tweet. So here it is. Men, during the act of plumbing, call her name out. Then ask her, what is my name? Be strategic on this. If she hesitates to answer or mumbles some other strange name, terminate the plumbing contract immediately because you deserve better. Okay, now I may not know much about plumbing, but I honestly feel as though this is absolute bullshit. How exactly is it that you're trying to fix a pipe in the kitchen drainage and then somebody comes up to you, you're asking them for your name and they're unable to give it to you and then suddenly it's a problem. Like, the money is more important than the plumbing, right? I don't know. Anyways, I'm messing around. You clearly know what plumbing we're talking about. We're talking about laying that pipe. Now, of course, when you think about it, when you call her name out, then, you know, probably she'll feel really nice about it. I don't know how babes feel about their names being called out because I know you clearly can't call them mommy. Um, But when you ask her, what's my name? I don't know. Like, it feels like a very DJ Khaled moment. 
because for most of us guys it's not like we're really thinking about hitting it and then you know asking her to call your name like you're pretty focused on trying to make sure that you nut and in you know some of us that actually care about the babe that she nuts as well so asking about your name and asking about her name that doesn't really come as some of the things that you should be thinking about because at no point in my life have i ever been laying pipe to a babe and then all of a sudden my inner jar rule comes out like What's my motherfucking name? and then worse still i actually expect her to say it properly it's it's a bit hard to expect that usually i just hope that i can plow her hard enough that she'll actually say my name for herself you know besides calling me zaddy because like i said not too long ago uh, ever since my first episode of battle of the sexes where i was talking about how comical such things are I have come to learn the usefulness of being called daddy and the benefits that it brings in terms of an increase in stamina. It's usually like a 10% increase just so you know. But that being said, I don't see much gain that comes from asking her your name during that point in time because at least with daddy I can get it you know if you're a one minute man you know that's about 60 seconds a 10% increase in stamina means an extra six seconds and trust me six seconds is a lot if you know you're thinking in plank seconds but personally I feel as though if you are going to ask such a question there's probably some level of emotional attachment to it because usually when you're just trying to lay pipe you're just trying to lay pipe whether they call out somebody else's name or yours doesn't really bother you as a guy because when it comes to you just laying pipe as a guy there's not that much emotion that goes into it not unless if you're narcissistic enough and usually all you just want to do is lay pipe get your pleasure hopefully have a good experience if some of you will actually think that far and then you know leave and go back home back to your shit but if you are emotionally attached then probably that's something that you would want to find out if you want to find out if your baby's cheating and she's the type to be a little bit sloppy then you can try check that out as well but for the most part as long as you're just a guy that's trying to lay some pipe that shouldn't really be your problem whether she calls out eric's name brian's name calls you out as leo or says emmanuel or you know calls out the father in heaven's name that isn't really your problem to deal with so figure out the kind of guy you are and the kind of relationship that you have with the babe that you're laying pipe with and that should tell you whether you really need to take this advice into consideration or not but that being said we should probably move it on so on to the next tweet i'm starting to think men like it when women throw tantrums and maybe the reason i've been single for so long is because i'm not petty enough okay so much as i might want to disapprove this and say that it's absolute bullshit i do have to admit that to some degree she is actually kind of right there are some guys that do actually value the drama but just get me right for this one it's not a very big number of them and for the most part it's sort of like they're trying to conform to some sort of a social norm because there's people that say that there's value in the drama that you guys having drama shows that the relationship is healthy and it's good and maybe on a subconscious level they might actually be looking for someone that provides that but for as far as us guys usually discuss getting babes usually we try and focus on about three main things there's the face and it being attractive there's the body and there's the brain now usually it comes down to a deduction of about three main situations from that kind of outlook now one does she have one of the two 
Does she either have a face and brains? Does she have a face and body? Does she have a body and brains? It's usually a comparison of one of the two because most times if you have all three, then there's a pretty good chance that she's gonna be a nutter and she will cause quite a number of issues. Now, if you have all three and she happens to be a 10 on all of them, and she is a chilled person, that one is what we men usually refer to as a unicorn because she is so rare, you cannot really find such a person just lying around and most times they're usually already taken. And not unless if that guy was absolute shit and even though they are, there's a very very low chance that you can get such a person from the person they're already with. So from that respect, we kind of let that one go. Now, there's the other part of what am I willing to compromise on? Like, she might have the face and the body, but if she always just causes tantrums, then am I willing to live with that? Is it something that I can go with? If she happens to have a body and brains but no face, am I okay with that? Because for a lot of us guys, by the time we're deciding to be with someone, we also have to think about our perception with the boys. Our partner is sort of like an extension of us and we want it to be the best looking extension of us, on a physical scale at the very least. So if she's not good looking, if she has a face that looks like this morning's worst accident on the driveway, then it means that you might be willing to compromise on that because you know, you value the kind of body that she has. And maybe, just maybe, with the amount of makeup that she puts on, it could offset how she looks when she wakes up like this. So. That's kind of one of the compromises that guys kind of have to put down. Then the third situation that comes in is even though I have all of that, am I willing to be with this person for a long time? Like is their heart, is the person that they are, is their personality something that I'd want to be with for the long haul? Now if the personality doesn't match it up, then at some point you will kind of consider it. you're like this one might be girlfriend worthy this one might be wife material worthy but at the end of the day if this guy really feels like he wants to be with you based on the first two criteria then there's a pretty good chance that that relationship is gonna happen now the unfortunate side of it is that last question that last situation of comparing their personality and whether they're you know girlfriend material or wife material that usually dictates whether you're going to end up with them for a long time or not such a long time based on how they behave how you behave that's 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 a question for a different time but ideally that's how it's supposed to kind of make it seem for you know when we're trying to get a babe so if you are still single right now maybe you need to look through those three criteria am i girlfriend material do i have the face and the body you know and you know does my personality make me seem like i'm good girlfriend material if you feel like you match up on all of that and you've been putting yourself out there then getting yourself a guy shouldn't be very hard anyways that being said on to the next tweet it's a responsibility in the relationship to cheat if you don't she will now this tweet had actually come in as a quoted reply for somebody who had tweeted out that if you're faithful there's nothing good that'll come to you apart from pain and the more i think about this tweet that came in as the reply the more it does actually make me question some of the things that people believe now yes i get it cheating has kind of been normalized with a lot of us at least in nairobi kenya in a lot of different places but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it. It's entirely your choice. 
and that's actually a pretty big part of the reason why i feel as though i'd probably rephrase this tweet to say that it's your responsibility in the relationship to be faithful whether she cheats or not it does not really affect your ability to be faithful if you are cheating because she cheated or if you're cheating because you think she'll cheat then you're pretty much revenge cheating and let's be very honest it's actually a worse form of cheating than just the regular old-fashioned cheating and it's mainly because you're not doing it because you like it or you actually want to when you kind of think about it this is this is like the evil cousin of simping because you're not exactly doing it for yourself it's kind of the same way i was talking about simping in battle of the sexes episode 73 you're not doing it because you want to you're doing it because you feel you have to because of someone else in this case you feel like you should cheat because your partner probably will or your partner probably is and honestly it's not really going to help anyone if you cheat it just makes you look just the same if not worse because you're cheating just as much as they are so honestly if you know your partner is cheating then you might as well just leave and go back to the streets and continue hitting babes as a single person you don't necessarily have to go and cheat because your partner is doing it because you're honestly not helping anybody by doing that all you're doing is just bringing more pain more hurt and more issues to an already messed up relationship so honestly if you want to do that you go do that but frankly you're not making yourself any better and you're not going to come out as the better person for it but anyways on to our final tweet men why on earth would a 20 or 22 year old man be thinking about marriage why do you belittle yourself this much at 22 you should be laying the foundation of your empire not chasing women you can date and have sex but don't think about marriage interesting statement and honestly i agree with it i totally and wholeheartedly agree with such a statement not because i believe in this same thing and i happen to be trying to practice the same exact thing but mainly because i feel as though both men and even women of today aren't really fully developed by the time that 2022 years old and i'm not saying this on a physical level i'm saying this on a mental one like people in their 20s right now people in their early 20s are still trying to discover themselves and for us guys you know we have to discover ourselves as well as try and lay the foundation for a good family so in a sense it's like now you need to be making sure that you're a much better man you know you're making sure that you know you have as much fun in your 20s before you get married so if you're gonna hoe around you go and do that you know not unless you're gonna be doing open relationships with your future wife and as you're busy trying to do all of that you still have to build yourself so that you can be a suitable man for marriage if you're into that sort of thing same thing with the babes now while i won't just confine it to the age bit i'm trying to look at it from a sense of maturity because obviously yes there's people in their 20s that are super mature almost as if they're in their late 20s or 30s or some shit and i get that i totally understand that but you kind of think about it the majority of the 2022 year old male and female population have barely fully understood themselves as people so trying to bring two people that don't understand each other might be a recipe for disaster of course they can also still not have understood themselves when they're in their late 20s or in their 30s but at that point they're expected to have known but when you're in your early 20s 
you're technically what people will still look at and be like you still have your whole life ahead of you as opposed to somebody that's thinking of marriage so honestly speaking i do not think that people should be considering marriage while they're still in the ages of 20 21 22 hell maybe even 23 and possibly 24 because when you kind of look at our parents days when they were actually doing that they used to have a lot of responsibilities and they had a lot of tasks which helped bring out the kind of person that they are and personally i believe that the responsibilities and the many huge tasks and challenges are actually what make a person who they are much more than just sitting down and thinking about your life now that being said a lot of the people of our current generation a lot of the younger people that are there right now whether in their teens whether in their 20s haven't had as many responsibilities and tasks so there's still a lot about themselves that they're still yet to learn now on top of that a lot of their responsibility is mainly to themselves and even that they're not that good at taking it so in a sense I feel as though there's a lot of us that might be thinking of getting married fairly early and they probably should rethink that because they still haven't understood who they are as people and that makes it a lot harder for a lot of them to actually make a very good well-informed decision on who their lifetime partner should be and could be. But anyways, I could be wrong about this, so I want to know your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at BagakaTheD, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. On IG, it is at BreakTimeOnWestSide. And on Facebook, it is at BreakTimeOnWestSide as well. Feel free to leave your thoughts and comments there. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening on CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below. And I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.